Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. This is episode number 73. Endless crazy to keep you distracted. Why you need to change your focus. You know, one thing that comes to mind when I uh, read the headlines every day as I do is that we collectively have no shortage of crazy. That is the point. There is so much going on constantly. And that is a symptom of actually something else that is quite deliberate. Because, you know... If a lot of this stuff was simply taken away, if we just had, and heaven forbid, try to imagine this, try to imagine the sound of crickets, try to imagine, I'm not saying that it simply stopped per se, I'm not saying that you should become an ostrich and stick your head in the ground. I'm just saying that what if you had a uh, a safe room, mentally, so to speak, and that all this shit, all the crazy, was simply turned off? I'm telling you, this is something that you should really try. I'm not at all advocating ignorance that you should be oblivious. But what I am saying is that maybe you could just try this little experiment and see what it does for you. Of course, that does not apply to this show. I would certainly like you to tune into this regularly. <laughs> but... Other than constant drama, conflict, COVID, shootings, lack of employment, lack of gasoline, inflation, you know, the general endless tirade and the, uh, the constant peddling of 
Well, really bad shit. Endlessly. Here's something to try. Now, I have actually done this myself. And believe me, it will work wonders for you. Simply turn it off. Simply turn it off at every opportunity about everything that's going on with the news, period. Try it for a couple of weeks. Not on, don't listen on the radio, watch the videos, none of it. None of it. And as a matter of fact, if you really want to know just um, how pervasive it is, it's the entire fact that the more you try to do that, the more it will try to push its way into your life. All of those, for instance, notices that just pop up on your uh, smartphone. I'm thinking about actually re renaming it a smartphone and calling it more like what it really is, is a propaganda slash indoctrination phone, communication device, something. I haven't exactly come up with a uh, clever enough handle yet, but I'm working on it. The point is, when you do that, you get a really good idea of just how much all of this, this perpetual tsunami of bullshit is constantly being crammed down your throat. This, of course, in conjunction with advertising and sales for the latest God only knows what to sell you. It gets very, very old, and it gets very taxing. So what, for instance, I do is I have different music genres that I pick throughout the week. And one day, for instance, I'll just have a jazz day. Next day, it may be a classical day. But it is mostly, primarily not, and quite deliberately, not so-called, you know, modern music. I will routinely listen to 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and some 60s music because, well, I am a bit of a renaissance man, you might say. And it's my personal opinion that, especially as far as jazz is concerned, which is a, an American art form, it is something um, that uh, I, well not only enjoy, but it's one of the greatest periods of musical development 
and expression. And um, I'm talking, uh, you know, again, even, well, for that matter, the 19-teens and early, very early jazz, ragtime, Scotty Joplin, that kind of thing. Scotty Joplin was brilliant. I don't think there are too many people out there who even pretend to have any musical knowledge or good taste whatsoever that would try to uh, denigrate Scott Joplin. So, the point being is if you force yourself, and many people that I have known and currently know that they have to actually do this, they turn off all the crap, and uh, they purposely get it out of their life. So, that is, um, that is something that I feel can certainly help you to become much healthier. Because the reason that I feel this is taking place is that it is a deliberate distraction. It is meant to constantly keep you keyed up, distracted, having high levels of anxiety, afraid, frightened. You're basically scurrying around like a frightened animal. Who in the hell, in that kind of frame of mind, can actually calmly relate to another person when you're supposed to be, say, let's, you know, going out for that uh, work uh, pressure valve uh, release that we've come to know as the weekend God, you're so keyed up. What are you going to do? And that, in my opinion, is the exact point of what this kind of uh, system is intended to do. It is intended to keep people stressed out maximally all the time. Afraid, scared. Um, let's see, an older phrase. Another part of that was uh, stranger danger. And uh, this is um, this is a very uh, pervasive part of what is taking place and has been taking place for quite some time. And it's only now that we collectively, again, because it takes time in generationally, you know, it, it takes time. It takes time for any sort of plan like this. And it is a plan. It is a plan. It is a plan 
to constantly keep you in fear and divided and afraid and most importantly, working, being productive, being more and more and more productive. And then, of course, always threatening you that you're not productive enough and scaring you to death with the prospect of losing your job because of a lack of sufficient productivity. So, regardless of what spectrum of income you're on as a working person, you are always on the clock. You are always distracted. And um, I believe that this is something that, uh, you know, puts people crazy. Because this is not normal for human beings. This is not our element. This is, this is something else. This is the fear, the constant fear of a dysfunctional life. It is the fear of a slave. It's, a, uh, it's developing, and through these distractions, these, um, these endless distractions, which to a lesser or greater extent, only comes through as one thing, and it is a form of terror. It is constantly, whether it be Again, your life, your job, taking care of your family, being a provider. Will I be able to keep this job and then keep all the trappings that I have went head over heels in debt on? Meaning home payments, car payments, and all the rest. My God, Jesus fucking Christ. That's a lot of stress. And people, as I said already, they don't, they don't function well under those conditions. And in, in addition to that, eventually they break. Because everything has a breaking point, and we can deal, we certainly can deal with Stress. I mean, you can't have, if you want to consider yourself to be alive, you know, most of us, um, unless the only time that you have a stress, a completely and totally uh, stress-free life is when you're fucking dead. So to a certain extent, you know, stress is normal. But it's the type of stress, and to a certain extent, it should be a stress of our own choosing. But that's not where we are. We are playing 
another man's game. They sit back and they laugh. They can tell you all of this bullshit for the good of the company endlessly. And they sit back to themselves, laughing up their sleeves, as long as you are willing to accept it. Now, I realize that there are many of you who actually know this. And I'm not saying you're stupid. Some are stupid. A certain percentage of people are what we normals, if there is any such kind of statement even allowed to be said anymore. You know, we look at the the guy we used to call the the squirrely guy, who's just busy as a beaver. Got to keep those profit ratios high enough to uh, for the company, and they're just squirrely McSquirrel. Most of us aren't, but uh, the sad reality is is that this is what has become the new norm, and this is the distraction that I'm talking about. So it's not just work and everything associated with it, but as soon as you flip on the news, you are given a absolute endless tirade of crazy bullshit. I mean, think about this. As far as distraction, you know, besides we got... Wars across the world. We got the Russia-Ukraine thing. And then we had, uh, forever and ever, we had the, you know, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard fiasco. Okay. Do we really need to be concerned about the fucking life of Johnny Depp or Amber Heard? I... Do not think so. And as much as any rational person doesn't, you know, want war, is there anything that I can do personally to stop the conflict between Russia and Ukraine? No, I can't. Some things people simply have to settle out themselves. I and you and most of us, we're half a world away. I've got to plant my own shit in my own garden, because if I don't, I don't eat. My family doesn't eat. So, you know, it's all a matter of constant, unending distraction. Now, what is needed... What is really needed is to remain focused. But you need to be focused on other things. Productive things. You need to be focused on your own life. I don't mean that. Now, I don't mean that in the classic narcissistic, again, business asshole model. I'm talking about 
actually caring, sharing, and doing things with friends and family that you care about, and things that are not constantly and endlessly consumerist-driven. I'm talking about talking. I'm talking about just taking the time with those, you know, good friends of or family that, let's say, you had far greater bonds with only, you know, a few years ago. And we need to stop all the talk about all the nonsense and talk about their life. Talk about their life and maybe, if it's possible, either you could talk to them about how you can help them with their life or, depending on the situation, how maybe they can help you. Or, conversely, of course, how, may, how you may be able to help each other. A lot more time would be much more productively spent being focused on those things and developing those values instead of constantly, endlessly being distracted about superfluous shit that doesn't really matter. That is part of the whole secret. So, there are things, for instance, within your personal relationship with your significant other, assuming you have, and then your immediate fan family and friends and it as a, say, a like a concentric circle, like a small stone that's dropped in a pond and the ripples go out. It's the same kind of thing. And just think about this. If you visualize that, if you visualize we have a, you know, a, a good-sized body of water that's completely still. And we drop a little stone, and the ripples go out. And then if someone else drops their stone, and the waves, they interact, they converge. This is the part of focus that I'm talking about. We need to become focused on what we can actually do and what we can actually do for each other in real terms, not ideological terms. And I don't mean this kind of, for instance, to give you an example, I already know, I already know this is going to disappoint or piss someone off, especially those who are faith-based. But in my opinion, nothing is more disingenuous and pisses me off if it's someone that I know, or let's say I thought I knew, and let's say I'm having a hard time, a very hard time, maybe by no fault of my own. I just need some help. 
Maybe you just need some goddamn help. Maybe your family is not able or willing to help you. That is supposed to be what human connections are all about. And you try to... It's hard enough for most people, for most genuine people, it's hard enough for them to confide because no one, unless you're an absolute asshole, people don't like to beg. People want to have a sense of pride and dignity in their lives. So, especially, you know, when it comes to friends, we don't like to say, well, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm really, I'm up against it financially. I'm, you know, I'm going through a hard time. We need a friend who can just, they don't, they don't make you sit down and have to explain every finite detail. They just cut you off. They just put their hand on you and they cut you off and they say, hey, it's, you know, it, it, it's okay. It, it's okay. Hell, maybe even they give you a hug, you know, and they say, what do you, it, you know, what do you need? But nothing pisses me off then. Oh, okay, well, when I go to church, I'm going to pray for you. That shit just does not fly. Now, if you are of the religious persuasion, I'm not here to apologize to you. I think it's one of the most disingenuous bullshit positions you can ever take. I mean, if, even if you wanted to use some sort of excuse, you know, when uh, examples in the, uh, the Bible, the Christian Bible, King James Version of the Bible, when people, when there were the sick or the needy, you know, and, and they were calling out to Jesus to help them, he didn't sit down and then turn them and fucking uh, interview them and say, well, you know, uh, yes, I would like to uh, cure you of your leprosy, but the fact is, is that knowing, since I am the son of man, the son of God, that uh, you've basically been a very bad person, well, these are the consequences of you being a very bad person, and frankly, our organization simply is not willing to... Do, do, do you get this? Do you get the absurdity of this? You know, what is, there is obviously a huge difference between the simple message and the simple words that were said in this, what I refer to as this ancient philosophical tome about helping folks and wanting to turn around and say, I'm going to pray for you. I call bullshit. So, um, we need to stay, hence the reason, we need to stay focused on this. We need to do what is actual, what is real, and listen to someone, maybe, you know someone, for instance, you know, financially, they're okay. They're just 
mentally, emotionally, just, you know, fucked. They're just distraught. All they want is someone to listen to them. If you could set aside your time because you're a very important person and you have these uh, various uh, meetings that you must attend because, well, you are so important. Well, that's, that's what I mean. That's the kind of, you know, that's what I'm getting at. So... Anyway, uh, yeah, let's, let's try to remain focused on that which is real. The next thing is to segue into this, if I may, is um, what, what needs to, what should we do? What actually needs to be done? Well... What needs to be done is to roll up our sleeves and frankly admit that we haven't been doing enough in this regard. And uh, this is this is it. This is the entire point of what I'm saying is talking about and sitting down and listening and talking with someone and finding out, you know, in their particular case, what needs to be done. That's all. I mean, maybe you can help them. Maybe you can't. But certainly people can tell when you're, when you're being honest. And I believe they, most folks can also tell when you're being disingenuous. And the fact is, whether it's out of, I don't know what they would call some form of self-preservation or not. I don't know. I don't know this. But the point is, people can, people can sense it. People have amazing levels of perception. And... Uh, they can, they can, you know, even, even if it's not conscious, even if it's on an intuitive level, they know when you're bullshitting. So, in my opinion, what really needs to be done as far as that is concerned is just that, is understanding that there are things, again, friends, family, that are in that situation, that is what needs to be done. That is just that, just that simple act, taking the time, making the time to listen. And in my opinion, that is one of the greatest steps, one of the greatest things that we can do to help Heal each other. Because you know what? We've got some... If you if you think... <laughs> if you think for one minute that, that the way things are now is bad, give it about another six months or a year 
there's going to be things going on that will just be unimaginable. I absolutely believe that. And the thing is this, is that if you don't learn these skills, if we are not interacting, if we continue being so isolated and fragmented, which is not men mentally healthy for people, you know, it's not mentally healthy. If you think we're having a bad enough time as it is right now, and we don't correct that, Christ, this is this this week this will be a shitstorm of such epic proportions because everything is just going to get harder and tighter and worse, and still no one has developed the skills to deal with any of this because they have just shut themselves down so much. And the idea that I'm trying to put across is that you, you know, get, um, get your hands dirty. Get your damn hands there. You roll up your sleeves in different situations of people. Maybe it's messy. Maybe it's unpleasant. Well, the hell with it. And you know what? You may feel really uncomfortable by doing that. But when the real shit hits the fan, guess what? You're going to be much more psychologically and perhaps otherwise prepared. Simply because you did all that. I hope you have a great day. I hope it's better than the one before. Take care.